for me, internal is about what is inside. Uh, the last thing we'll cover today is a list of what I consider to be important topics of internal uh, focus, practice, and study. By the way, if you're, again, if you're interested in the kind of things we're talking about and really getting a practical um, understanding and the basics for it and the essentials for it so that then you can really use it and that kind of thing, you're going to want the keys to internal power. And go to internalpowerkeys.com in order to get that. And you'll have you'll, with there, you'll get a video that is very specific about what the key elements are and how to work them and how to how to integrate them and put them together and practices that come from that and ways to test them to make sure that you're not just thinking that it's working, but that it is actually working and doing what we're saying. And that is the keys to internal power at internalpowerkeys.com, internalpowerkeys.com. All right. Um, for me, internal is about what is, I already said that, inside. The last thing we'll cover today is a list of what I consider to be important topics of study ongoing longer term, and that's both focus and practice and study. Uh, but first, and last but not least, before I go into that list, Uncle Bill, my primary teacher now for uh, about 26 years. And he teaches a lot of internal practices at a high level and how to really fight with them in a way that is uh, world, world known. He's one of the more famous martial artists alive today. And I have never heard Uncle Bill try to define internal other than very simple like inside kinds of definitions he always says he always says internal external use it all he thinks about all of this all of the martial arts all of the anything you would study in this regard both both external internal all of it he thinks about it as a fighter so of course um it is all instantly brought to bear in a fight right now boom boom uh like like quick quick with power, boom, and out of there. And that's how he thinks about it. And that's, and then he, and, he, and he's going, if you're not doing that, if you're not, if you haven't already hit him three times before a second's gone, gone before you can snap your fingers, then I don't know what you're doing, but it's not that, it's not really martial art, not good martial art, right? And so when he teaches internal, it's very obvious that it is very different starting. Um, it's very obvious that the way he's doing it, what he's doing is very different. Starting with as little use of physical tension as humanly possible. It's, it's, he's doing it super soft with excellent structure. He's doing it so that the energy can be properly utilized without any impediment whatsoever, including yourself, including time, including um, any kind of effort, getting ready, anything like that. It's how quickly can I go from whatever I'm doing to I'm already hitting you with that. Um, and so, and he's doing it so that the energy can be properly utilized without impediment. When he's doing this stuff and he just touches you, you can really feel the power difference. He shows very practical applications of power that are overtly obvious regarding internal energy. And so I've taken that in and then passed it on to my students and you guys. And what we see regularly is that if I start showing somebody this, they start exhibiting the same kinds of power and effectiveness 
Um, I've seen all you guys hit stuff or, or in terms of application, touching somebody and be able to get really powerful kinds of results like that. Um, but it's, it's, and I guess what I'm really sounding off here about is that it's very different from the way that people tend to think that it's done. Both a lot of people who are doing, ah, okay, do I have the juice yet? And then people that are doing external arts of bang, bang, and they think, okay, I don't know what you're doing with your head or your mind there, but obviously you're in some kind of a pose doing meditation while I'm beating the crap out of you. And they don't realize what's being said. And of course, like I said earlier, then it, it's compounded by when somebody's trying to explain, they kind of confuse the training for the application of that training. Um, and so with uncle, he's very much about the application and do that. And then through that, being able to glean um, what it is you're supposed to be doing. The, the only difficulty I would say for a lot of folks who learn from Uncle Bill directly is that if they haven't had exposure with this, a lot of times they're going, I don't understand how he's getting all that power. And he's telling me do this really simply, like touch them like this. Why aren't you doing it yet? And he's not explaining a lot. And he just tends not to. It's you either have enough knowledge to pick it up and to take it from where he's kind of showing you and get there, or which is the old way I've told of teaching. And I've, I've worked with enough of the old masters and, and other people that have studied with the generation before me, like, like older, um, the masters that are dead and gone now, to know that that's a really common training method, but a really hard one because you spend a lot of years scratching your head trying to figure out how they're doing that instead of being able to do it. And so in the internalpowerkeys.com, I have put across how you do this so that you can get the train, the, the right body state, the right energetic state and all of that. And I'm showing you ways to apply those, to test them, to know. And then, and then I've got other curriculum behind that that will show you direct application and you'll have the skills in you now to be able to apply them like that. So I'm walking you step by step in a way that um, just didn't used to happen with the internal arts. Part of the reason for all the confusion in the internal arts too. Anyway, so um, if you're interested in that, internal, internalpowerkeys.com, that's the thing to get to, to, to get that started for you. So important areas of practice and in study in internal Kung Fu, Tai Chi, is internal kung fu the primary component parts of tai chi are form being able to do that so that you're moving with structure with alignment with proper internal body qualities all happening at the same time as a way to practice right and then that you're doing self-defense with that stuff you're doing the qigong with that stuff both the stationary and the moving and and in as you go ideally too through the whole set if you're doing a set, the push hands and keeping everything on and good while you're under that stress and figuring out how to maneuver and, and to counter and to escape and to turn their movement into your movement and those kinds of things. The health and healing applications and actually applying those skills and the art that way. Um, and those in the Tai Chi um our primary components is there anything else that that you find as a primary component for you i'm asking you guys that are still on the call here um that i haven't gotten into what would you like to say about the spirit side of this 
Well, I mean, development of your spirit would definitely be a thing. That's probably about as much as I would prefer to say here, because that is in our, not in our first level of material, but that we start addressing that a lot more directly in the second level. Because if you haven't built the physical part and you want to jump to the spiritual part, I think that's, I think it's too big of a leap. Um, you have to have this physical components down with the energy on. Once you have the energy activated and you're using it, manipulating it, and doing things with it, and this includes being able to sense the energy of others and then working with it, once that's all happening fully and well, then spirit, the kind of spirit you're referring to, because there's spirit of, I'm ready and I'm psyched. Well, ideally, that's with you from go. But then there's spirit that is, that is what you're talking about, a application of spiritual energy and how that gets used and what you're doing with it. And so that's, in, that's the next step after the kinds of things we're talking about today regarding the internal Kung Fu. And then the spirit becomes, becomes a higher and higher, a more serious part of all this with ability being there and with the other components being uh, properly trained and utilized. Oh, I guess. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, the the only thing that uh, that I would add at the moment, um, not it, this is not an answer to your question, Sifu, uh, or or may, maybe it is, but not really directly. I just um, felt like sharing this uh, because I know a lot of this stuff can sound kind of fantastical for people who haven't been doing it, um, and uh, for all of us, it did as well when we started. I'm. I'm Maybe maybe not see for clear him, himself, but for all of the regional organizers that are on the call, I know um, that a lot of us, when we began, thought like, there's no way you can really do that for, you know, a lot of the things that we're talking about. And it has not been that long ago since we all attended the first um, internal push hands workshop when this um, kind of clear Tai Chi experiment really uh, officially sort of launched um, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I know, I know. Sifu, you've been doing this uh, a lot longer, and and some of the guys here have been involved for longer as well. But the uh, but the push hands method really went far and wide in 2015, and so here it is, less than five years later, and uh, you know, um, uh, all uh, everybody on this call uh, has ha has tremendous skill to the point where we're kind of casually tossing out the idea of what about accessing spirit. Um, and, you know, stuff like that. And so um, I just want to point out that, you know, the method, it, it, the method works um, like, you know, it, it, it may sound uh, it may sound odd. It may sound unbelievable. But um, if you actually do the training and take it step by step and just do the parts of it that you have access to right now that are accessible to you right now, but continue on with the training you know, sooner or later, you're going to get to that point as well, where you're, where you're asking these kinds of questions and thinking about these kinds of things. Because um, you've got and, some experience with it and is it, and it is working for you. And right. so you're beginning. Yeah. Go because ahead. it's testable. I think that's the key to your method personally is that because you can see the results of it every step of the way and you can answer your own questions about like, is that real or not? Um, or am I doing it right or not? Um, because it's testable every step of the way you will make progress and you'll make progress in areas that you might not even realize right now that you could, um, that, you know, that it's possible, but, uh, but it, you know, it will happen that the, the results are there to be had. Um, and they, and they come a lot quicker 
than you would think. Um, but it really does start with that, uh, you know, the essential keys uh, at internalpowerkeys.com. Like that, that is where to begin, um, you know, this, this kind of training that, that gets you to that, to that place. Cool. The uh, art, did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, no, no, I, um, the only thing I, I, I would add or, or um, continue on is, is the uh, importance of, well, you said, Uncle Bill said, um, as little tension as possible or just relaxation, because I find if- Well, with, with, excellent, with excellent structure. Well, with, yes, right. Yeah, with right. excellent structure. But, but structure and, and the relaxation, um, because I find that working with keeping my structure, I uh, always get benefit out of, and, and as much as I can spend time just trying to relax, relax, let tension go, and then work with the other, other energies after that. So that's just something I'm, I'm very impressed with and working on to improve my skills. And now, a word from our sponsor. What is internal power? Most people only understand external exerting power, which is another way of saying tense muscle strength. Bigger, more tense muscles equal more power. That's external power. Internal power comes from pretty much anything except tensing your muscles. There are many sources of internal power and tapping into them is more of a mind skill than anything else. This is where the phrase mind over matter comes from. My name is Richard Clear and internal power is what I do. Students come to me for the mind over muscle secrets of internal power that are hard to find anywhere else. Over the past 40 years, I figured out how to get students on the fast track to effortless power. I created a one of a kind online program that is getting such amazing results for my students that I put a money back guarantee on it. Find out more at internalpowerkeys.com. That's internalpowerkeys.com. Thank you. All right. So for me, important areas of practice and study, and this isn't exhaustive, it's not all of them, it's just a number of them, are breath, alignment, uh, the great structure and all that, relaxing and releasing versus tension, and other body, body states, different kinds of body states. Movement, including everything from very large, obvious, what everybody thinks about movement, to really, really small internal kinds of movement and everything in between. Chi energy and, and how it works and what it does and how it does it and, and why it does it and what stimulates it and what uh, neutralizes it and what affects it and what causes it to do certain kinds of things or what kinds of qualities can, can it exhibit and how can it exhibit those? What do you need to do with that? All those kinds of things. Your mind, E, skills, and all the different kind of stuff. Everything from sensing and feeling to building up the stamina of it. So maybe holding a posture where you're built, where that you didn't want to, or that your body or your mind or is going, ah, this sucks for some reason, and yet you're still doing it and doing it, and you're building that mental that E endurance along with the sensitivity, along with the mind directing and, and leading and expressing so that then the energy will follow. Um, exercise, actual physical exercise, 
like I say, uncle's thing is, is internal and external. Uh, external and internal, not one or the other. It's both. All the old masters have both. Yeah, and they do that because if you're going to live to be 90-something or 100-and-something, if you have, haven't done any physical things for 20 years, you're not making it to that age. It's that you really do have to have some exercise to help keep the body that, even though your focus is primarily towards the internal, which is allowing you to do, like if you can wave internally, you don't have to have, uh, you know, you can barely have enough strength to lift this, but as long as you can wave and make sure your whole body's in it, you can transfer your whole body weight at a speed with your mind directing it internally and still have great effect. Um, even though you're, you're an old, truly older person now, closer to death than you are to birth by, by a lot. All right. Anyway, so, so exercise, nutrition, what you put into your body and, and your use of that and that it's good stuff and, uh, and at good times and in, under good regimens and all that and, and the right amounts and that kind of stuff. Philosophy is an, also an important aspect of study, both everything from ethics and ethos to, um, to uh, uh, um, uh, a personal code to, uh, uh, and, and a way that you conduct yourself and philosophy in terms of understanding interactions. A lot of the Tao Te Ching is interactions. If you throw a rock and hit somebody in the head, they're probably gonna be ticked off and come back and wanna hurt you. Uh, and it doesn't, there's not a passage that reads exactly like that, but there is one that talks about you do this and that, and then the war horses are at the gate of your city. And it's talking about kind of what I just said with the rock to the head thing. The, uh, or you, if you throw the rock and hit them in the head and they die, that their family members all come to lynch you, you know, this kind of thing. Um, anyways, psychology of yourself and, and development of the self, uh, morals and ethics is what I was trying to talk about before the psychology of self and psychology of others, how they're like, how they're going to act, how they're likely to act different kinds of, um, abnormal psychology, because there's more of that in the society today, in my opinion, than there is normal psychology. And so when somebody is structured and built a certain way, and certain things are going on, how are they likely to behave? What are they likely to do? Why are they likely to do that? And then being able to understand that and be able to pick up on it really, really quickly. One of the things I noticed with Uncle Bill, I've been out with him over the years, many, many places, many, many times. And the number of times that we've seen somebody and on first look, Uncle's going, oh, boom, 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 boom. And he said this and that and the other thing about what's going on with that person. And I'm like, how on earth is he picking all that up? He picks picking up on their psychology at like sight as soon as he sees them. And it's important because there's things, you know, some people you say just the slightest thing, just the slightest wrong way for them. And now they're all kind of ready to, ready to fight to the death. Um, or they're broke down in tears and you've just, their whole day is ruined and destroyed or, you know, whatever it is or just the right thing in that right little way. And they're really having a great day and they're happy. And, and you were able to be a, a catalyst for that with, with, and while it was good for you, ideally as well. Um, and so psychology, self-defense applications, tactics, methods, um, all of that. And so this is all part of 
everything I've said here being important areas of study and practice in the internal arts, and I'm sure there's some I'm leaving out, and in fact, ones that you guys may have. Um, and then the study of the spirit as well, kind of tied into all this, but building off of that later on, but I don't want to get into more into that right now, uh, beyond just saying that is a topic and there are other topics. What other things have you got into or that you find are towards the first, you know, these are all instructors that are on the call with me. So what other kinds of things are maybe you sharing with students or putting some time into that I haven't mentioned here um, that would relate to this or something specific or worth noting um, like that, Matt? I'm not normally like going out of my way to um, to shove this down students' throats, especially because I typically work with beginners and kids in our school. Um, but uh, one thing that I work on a lot and, and is a theme that I noticed in the way that you were talking about everything that you just said, Sifu, um, is personal responsibility. Um, just trying to be accountable for as much in, you know, as much as I, as I reasonably can be. Um, and then, uh, more, um, and, uh, and trying to, to, to approach everything from a standpoint of, you know, what is in my control, um, and, you know, and, and really, really examine it that way. And so, you know, when, even when you're looking at someone else's psychology, you're not doing it because you're trying to cast blame or, uh, you know, assign labels and pigeonhole people or whatever it is. It's, it's because you need to know what is likely to kind of get thrown your way um, and what the best sort of strategies are for dealing with it. It's, uh, it is, um, you know, you, you have to be personally responsible in that way. Um, and if you are going to, if, if you're, if you're going to uh, consider using internal arts for self-defense, you, it's, it's just smart to apply it to all areas of your life. Um, it's uh, and, and it works for the psychology, um, uh, you know, in, in the, in these, in these areas of psychology and philosophy and, and all of that, uh, the, the theme that I hear in all of the points that you just made was that they're all coming from, that same place of very much uh, being about, you know, personal responsibility and what can I do about this? Um, you know, what, what ethically is the smartest thing for me to do? How, you know, how can I sleep at night and be prepared to defend myself and do what I have to do, uh, you know, if I'm attacked and if I'm attacked on any level, whether it be legal or psychological or physical um, yep. or some or other defending way, against an illness. Um, like the coronavirus and, and or being right. well prepared for how your psyche is going to deal with that and process that and um, ideally overcome with that or at least um, come to terms with that. Yeah. And it, and it all, uh, and it all comes together um, in that way where no matter what aspect of it you're looking at um, it, it all, it all, kind of comes back to if you're not being very personally responsible and personally accountable for every element of that, that you can be um, and account for every element that you can and, and all of that, 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 uh, um, that you're, you're really kind of missing the boat. Um, and so um, it may not be like a core principle of the internal arts exactly, but, uh, but I think it is. Um, it's, um, it's something that I find it, it is, is a it common gets, thread. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. 
it's a common thread in all of the masters that I respect the most. Yeah, that really gets to how do you experience reality? And a lot of people think, well, no, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't do that. I just go and do the things in the world. Well, they don't realize how much, if, if that's where they're coming from, um, it's that they don't realize, well, what happens if you move out into the woods, you know, in the middle of the, the, of the wilderness, 500 miles, 1,000 miles, 2,000 miles away from anything that resembles modern society? Your reality just changed. Ideally, your reality was the same to begin with, and your experience of that reality, the construct in which you live in that reality, that changed, the surroundings did, um, and how you interact with those surroundings is appropriate to those surroundings. But if your reality is the office building you go to, um, to work or, or whatever it is, then really what you've done is you've accepted something that is an illusion that is the reality you've chosen to operate in as your life and who you are uh, for a better for lack of a better way to say that and so it really is coming to terms with no who are you without all of that because that's the real that's the real thing or at least a lot closer to the real thing and then ideally the real you is interacting in those places in those kinds of ways always with an eye on an ability to affect that, change that, um, or with an understanding that if it blew up or went coronavirus silent, you know, uh, that's not happening anymore because of this other thing, that, okay, so my reality just changed and my, my perception, my, actually not my perception, my experience of that aspect of that construct that was not real to begin with um, has changed because of these external factors that are affected it. But who I am at core should still be um, true. And if that's, and if you say, and if you really are looking at it going, hey, that's not the case, then you really need to re-examine what you consider reality is and who you actually are. And so that's, that's sort of a deeper, not sort of, that's a deeper, aspect of the study but one that really does come into play once the other kinds of basics are out of the way you have to start getting to the and and then they're designed to help you to get to this place to go what is the real what is real not and a lot of the things that we do are this is the game we've decided to play this is how we've decided to play it you know, I'm going to go to work and put in so many hours. I'm going to get a paycheck for those hours and whatever form that that is. I'm going to spend that money on this and that and the other thing. And that's the game we're playing. But you can play a lot of other games than that. That's one game. Um, and so it really is. And then you are responsible for that. A lot of people think they're stuck. And that, that I'm stuck in that game is not true the vast majority of the time. And the idea that somebody thinks they are, it's just, it's an illusion. And they're suffering from that, whatever suffering that's there is a suffering from that illusion that at some point in the training, you begin to strip away the illusion parts of that and realize I might be playing that game, but I am choosing to play that game. That is not the reality. That is the game that's being played. Anyways, it's, that's a very fairly advanced, uh, still a basic, when you get into the spiritual stuff, but advanced for, from where somebody tends to start, you know, the first things being that breath and alignment and relaxation and movement and energy and all these things. And then as you begin to get a better sense of that and the other kinds of things 
the benefits of this really start to manifest and happen and you begin to start to choose your reality a lot more than you did then it starts to get into these other things and then you have to gain other understandings like the one we've been talking about um, in order to continue and take it to the next levels and to really create and make and manifest and have a truly different outcome than what would have been if you hadn't been doing that work. Right on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Harry? Well, uh, I would just echo this in my own way. Uh, this training is um, the equivalent of having a mirror shine right back at you. And for many people, it's incredibly uncomfortable. Sure. Um, and oh, yeah. so when you're talking about people's reality, they, they may know stuff, but they don't want to deal with it because it's incredibly uncomfortable. Sure. And so you have that attitude. And, that's, and then in what we do, we have lots of people that come in as students and they don't last. We've all seen that. They drop out because it's too much. And as a teacher, um, you know, other things become apparent if, if you learn uh, to notice things. So one super quick example, I had a senior citizen uh, woman when she was a brand new student um, and I'm teaching, uh, I think it was brush knee and her hand is like this, her fingers. It's so out. Yeah, they're, but they're really stiff. So I don't know if you can see that like this. Okay. okay. And she's a brand new student and she's a senior citizen. So I ask her, hey, do your fingers hurt? Do you have arthritis? Or can you relax them like this? And she goes, oh, no, I can relax them. I'm like, oh, cool. Great. She doesn't have arthritis. And, and so she relaxes them. Literally 30 seconds later, she's back to this. Yeah. And her husband was taking the class as well. And he takes me aside after the class and he says, my wife is full of anxiety and she lives in fear. And you can see it manifesting physically in her fingers. That's yeah. where her mind is, even though she was capable of relaxing. It wasn't arthritis. So being able to pick up on things like that uh, can be very helpful. Yeah, perception. Train the perception. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the ting, ting, jing, uh, listening or feeling and or perceiving skills so, and then being able to utilize those in order to get positive results. Absolutely. Cool. Art? Well, the um, people I've worked with have all had a, uh, a background to a larger or smaller degree in Tai Chi and they were familiar with at least the basics of internal Kung Fu and Tai Chi in particular, of course. And uh, one of the first uh, steps I take after just you know, learning the form and the principles is um, just introducing the, the subject of energy, which people may or may not have felt um, just a sort of, you know, it could be as basic as a tingling in the hands or a sensation between the hands. I introduce exercises such as Tai Chi ruler or um, Tiger plays with ball to build on to, to build the energy and, and strengthen it some. And I just say, you know, this is, this is energy. It's a real thing. It can be, be worked with. Um, and I, I just usually say, um, and it's, it's something you can, that can be used and manipulated, but, but initially uh, just sort of work with it, try to strengthen it um, and develop, develop it 
and, and see what it does. For example, slowly going through the form or if you practice standing meditation, see what it does. And um, I actually just before the uh, coronavirus shutdown came about, I was working with uh, one or two people on um, starting to work with the energy and try to move it and manipulate it for various um, purposes. But for the most part, as I say, I um, introduce the subject of energy and have people uh, strengthen it and observe it to get used to that, um, to use it for other other purposes, whether healing or martial arts. Mm -hmm. cool. Okay. The, uh, all right. So again, for the kind of topics that we're talking about today, specifically any of the physical topics um, and the actual what you need to do in order to get um, uh, the, the uh, internal power and the keys to internal power so that you can really begin to study this and, and have an understanding of it and get the skill sets that are going to make this happen for you. That's go to internalpowerkeys.com. Um, the uh, internalpowerkeys.com, and there'll be some information there that'll tell you a little more about what this is and how this is um, in order to get a video, to, to purchase a video that will, and help support us in, in doing our podcast, uh, video cast here for you. And uh, take a look at that and looking forward to getting feedback from you on that kind of thing, and that's internalpowerkeys.com. Last but not least, if, you're go, if you want to understand the roadmap for how Tai Chi takes a beginner and starts off with the physical things and then goes through the stages to the more advanced uh, aspects of spiritual training and that kind of a thing, you'll want to go to the taichiroadmap.com and there's, and it's, uh, we've got a, is it, Matt, is that free or is it $15 to get into that? That is uh, the, the lectures free. And then there is a, um, there, there are physical exercises that demonstrate some of the principles throughout the, uh, throughout the lecture or what I call the lecture um, that, that, uh, that, that part is $15 if you want to get the exercises, but the actual roadmap itself um, from, you know, from A to Z is uh, free. Yep. And so you can get an idea of the stages that Tai Chi goes through. And then you, like it says, for this cheap price, you can purchase and actually get some exercises to do at each of the levels all the way up um, so that you can get a sense of how Tai Chi works in the, in the, you know, at each level and most people being at the first level and you'll see that when you look at what it's involved, but you will have, if you've been around any masters or anything, you've seen it demonstrated all the way up through some of the higher levels and it'll make sense. The difference is that most people in the West particularly have only really got to train in the first levels. And so I've got some training there that take you into more advanced levels of it um, and give you some exposure with some, skills that you can kind of test and try out so that you'll get a better sense of what is really possible and doable with that and it'll really give you a sense for the tai chi overall in a way that um that is called the tai chi roadmap because it really lays out the stages from beginner to advanced and that is the tai chi roadmap.com
okay, that's that's what I had for today, guys. Was there anything else that you guys wanted to get into or ask about or talk about today on the uh, on the call here for um, public meeting of the Mastermind Group for Clear Tai Chi today? Uh, no seafood. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for for coming and thank you for interacting and. Uh, guys, you have, if I don't, I'm sure I'll talk to some of you before the week is out, but if I have not, um, have a great week and, um, and folks until next time, um, keep on keeping on. <laughs> Thank you, Sifu. Yes, Thank, Thank you, Sifu. Harry, take care. Yep. You bet. Take Thank And now, a word from our sponsor. The internal power that comes at the higher levels of Tai Chi can seem mysterious, but that is mostly because Tai Chi students don't see the big picture yet. They don't even understand what the higher levels of the art are, much less have a plan to get there. Even though the senior masters mostly agree on what the steps are, they mostly don't talk about it. On the TaiChiRoadmap.com, I outline all of the steps of Tai Chi development. Everything is explained so you know what to do, when to do it, and why. This is the complete roadmap to Tai Chi mastery with an explanation of all the steps from rank beginner to senior master. Again, that is a free course that you can access online. Go to TaiChiRoadmap.com to sign up. That's TaiChiRoadmap.com.